Hi, it's 420 somewhere. Welcome to Sex and Sativa with Alex. It's me, your favorite sex positive goddess, and I love to play with whips and ropes. Now, why the fuck did I think that was information you needed to know to kickstart this episode? Well, maybe Alex sees it as a preview of what this particular episode is going to be about. (laughs) Trust me, it's going to be fun. You have no idea. After meaning to do a BDSM episode, I was going to do something fun, like I was going to make the episode fun and relatable, um, like little bite-sized pieces on how fun, interesting, and safe BDSM is in general, um, especially perpetually towards um, the newbies. But recently, I just decided to say, fuck it, and choose violence. Actually, I didn't choose violence. I actually just decided to have a conversation I feel like is overdue for a very, for a while. I came across a really disgusting, like, I came across a really disgusting and horrible um, thread on Twitter. It was quite sad. Um, the entire thread had me furious. Like, it had me furious. Um, this happened on Twitter on sometime a while back. I can't say how far back because my recording time and the time this is going to come out and the time the incident happened, shit has been happening in between. So I can't give you like a cohesive timeline. But apparently this happened to a, a male sub. Um, he was going to meet a female dom that he's had prior um conversations with or prior agreements with and she asked to meet him she was going to take care of him he was going to come to see her somewhere in lagos and after he did show up he showed up he gave her pleasure i guess her and her partner pleasure he said he's fine with it that's his kink he enjoys being humiliated and degraded i don't think i can remember and i wouldn't want to give so i don't really exactly remember his kinks and i wouldn't want to be that sort of person that just does like a lump size of oh yeah that's what his kink is the middle sub so you should be you should be into um humiliation and degradation so let me just say he has his kinks that he enjoys and he got his female dom and her partner off and after everything was done while it was quite late she basically threw him out of her apartment without any regards as to where he was gonna go how incredibly late and unsafe he was in lagos like basically she did not give a flying fuck and he was so worried because lagos has been ridiculously unsafe i mean the entire fucking country has been ridiculously unsafe so for you to purposefully throw someone out of your apartment in the night um knowing fully well that they might not have any other options especially someone that is yourself that's supposed to be your responsibility i i feel like genuinely maybe I feel like we'll talk about that later in the episode. The expectations you have of a male sub, expectations versus reality of a male sub, female sub, male dumb, female dumb. Like there's so much. Sometimes there there are some un, uncertain, unearned expectations that we put onto people or project onto people. 
and just uh, because of what it seems and what their title seems like it's doing for them anyway um that thread it was more cohesive but that was just me summarizing it that thread had me furious because this guy was basically panicking and he had to call like a few people like you please can you help me um hustle transport fare and it wasn't just hustling transport fare as much as oh i am trying to get to my space which is way way far from like i think it's a mainland island kind of thing like in in the night it's super dangerous um i might come across robbers i might come across police i might come across different yes uh, i might come across robbers i might come across the police i might come across like um people that don't wish me well it's dangerous it's dark it's late it's lagos <sighs> this won't be the first thread i am saying that is making me furious regarding um a female sub and a male sub i've seen a few male subs complain this is not a gender thing by the way just let me have this i've seen a few male subs complaining that sometimes some female subs don't really know how to treat them well like it's kind of like a one size fits all sort of thing it's a lump category sort of thing all they want to do is peg you in the ass because apparently that's all male subs are good for being pegged in the ass and I've seen um, horror stories from female doms about male subs in quotes that claim they want that they that claim their subs book a session, and then when they do get there, they decide to switch it up to change it up. Um, yeah, I don't want to be dominated anymore. I want to dominate you, the female dom, because that was really my intention getting here in the first place. I've seen female doms complain about how male subs sometimes aren't respectful and how because it's nigeria they find a hard time getting to that submissive role and staying in that submissive role um i've just seen a whole broad spectrum of bdsm practices here in nigeria surely online that just have me like they have me twitching and they have me like like my eyes are blinking furiously and i'm like Yeah, that's just my reaction. I've seen stories from female subs about male dumbs that don't really um, give a fuck about aftercare, that don't take their time to listen to their needs, that sometimes go past their safe words. Who the fuck goes past? I don't even. Like, who the fuck doesn't listen to a safe word? How can you be a dumb and you don't listen to your sub's safe word? Like, that's the entire fucking point. Anyway, stuff like that has me furious all the time. And I just think it's because I know BDSM is awesome. I know BDSM is um, great. And I love how recently, especially online, we're open to exploring our kinks, you know, because I always say it on this podcast, if you're going to have sex, you might as well have great sex. You might, have, you might as well have awesome sex. It's just as simple as that. So it's, it's kind of not shocking or taboo anymore, like BDSM, because whatever basically helps you get your nut 
whatever helps you to achieve an orgasm whatever stuff that you're into that helps you to um achieve your orgasm if being called like a dirty fucking slut you nasty cum bucket my nasty cum bucket while you are being spanked repeatedly um while in bondage and blindfolds if that sort of thing helps you achieve an orgasm if um basically inflicting pain on your partner does some shit for you like gets you fucking wet it gets you so fucking hard like and there is just that rush that no other kind of sex gives to you that bdsm does have fun like it's just have fun go for it but i feel that because i feel like i'm rushing because i wanted to start like a i wanted to start talking about bdsm but i will just finish my rant and then go into a little bit of like what this episode is about and how i can still make this episode fun and bite-sized pieces um alex alexandria the sex positive goddess feels that because we lack basic and comprehensive sex education in nigeria um how are we fully going to understand something like bdsm that has so much nuance that has so much levels that is that can never can that cannot be seen as just like a one size fits all sort of thing um i don't know how the king nfsw twitter was before um i don't think i made note of it i personally i am fascinated by king i am like fascinated by bdsm yo i could watch like a rope scene for hours i have actually like it's just something about bondage that 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 is just that's just fa- watching our people in bondage that's just fascinating like i am fascinated by it i've been fascinated by pdsm for the longest time by virtue of my account sex positive goddess and where i tweet everything awesome and sex stuff i sometimes tweet about or i sometimes um repost stuff about bdsm i have the like i have the should i say is that a privilege of um having access to kink twitter and having conversations with people who practice kink but not with their main accounts like burner accounts you know accounts where they can really go on there and just post every single thing they want um yeah so i get to see firsthand their lives what they practice how they practice and how they're just being themselves unapologetically and enjoying their kink unapologetically and it does get infuriating when i see people who have no idea what kink is who have no idea the nuances surrounding bdsm who have no idea the trust um that two people in a bdsm scene or three people four people whatever whatever the number of partners involved in a bdsm scene um give to themselves like you don't understand the trust because 
what they're doing doesn't work for you and you can't seem to fathom it and that's fine like genuinely honestly it's fine sometimes to not understand um some sexual acts like you might just be like what the fuck like i don't get it but you also have no rights to shame other people for how they practice their sexual acts or how they enjoy their sexual acts like it's not your fucking business it's not it, it gives you no excuse you have like you absolutely have no excuse to announce that um carrying and dispensing false information regarding bdsm oh people are practicing bdsm in nigeria ah go forbid as nigeria had like this they go so start they flog me yeah like a simple google word search would just just going on google like the way you type like the other shit you're going to google for um go on to google and type bdsm just like the first page you get a lot of self-explanatory articles you get um a lot of like pictures and um just basically a real of stuff on there properly explaining bdsm and breaking it down to you but you rather just wallow in ignorance and carry your ignorance and spread to different spaces you by the way my google search history is a fucking mess like it's a fucking like it is so fucking ridiculous and now google does this thing where anytime i'm trying to type something the first options that pop out have to be sexual like they have to somehow be sexually related and then if it's something that might not have a sexual connotation down 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 there'll probably be something that will link to sex because that's all i do these days apparently Anyway, to wrap this whole rant up because I want to move on. I'm not wrapping it up. I'm just, I'm getting confused and I'm kind of losing the message of what I wanted to say and why I actually started talking about the thread that had me furious in the first place and the thread that had me pivot um, this entire conversation. I find that sometimes... People who are sadists, who are abusive, have found this umbrella of BDSM to practice their abuse on. And I think there's a mosquito in this fucking room. Because I just went to rub my leg and something flew, like just escaped my palm. And I think I let a mosquito go. And I fucking hate that I let a mosquito go. Oh my fuck. People who oh fuck sorry, people who are sadists and abuse sadists or abusers in real life. People who are sadists or abusers in real life use the guy's umbrella of BDSM sometimes to enact their abuse or sadism, and this has absolutely nothing to do with BDSM. The actions have absolutely nothing to do with BDSM. The actions absolutely have no use, no rhyme or reason to their partners, to their subs, um, to their doms, like absolutely nothing. So you have people who really should be beating probably like every fucking day, like tie them down somewhere and beat them, and 
no these are the people who are free to roam the world and free to take out their like sadistic um, behavior on other people with the guise of bdsm because they genuinely do believe that just because you enjoy getting off in some way that doesn't seem conventional because let's let's just like there's a reason um bdsm call non-bdsm practice like or non-bdsm practices vanilla it's like non-conventional kink is non-conventional and the thing about when you practice non-conventional sex is sometimes you tend to um question why you know your friend is having conversations about oh how he fucked this babe and he was doggy and her breasts were like swinging like pendulums and you are talking to your babe about how like oh man you're riding this guy's dick and his dick was so hard i mean jumping up and down then remember the said spell coconut with your pussy and then you started grinding and you realized you was doing something to your clit like those things like normal happenstance conversations actually and those are conversations that as much as we're not open is like okay society is saying that is the conventional way to fuck so you now imagine oh telling someone that just told you how she was riding dick and it was good on her clit and she was spelling coconut that oh oh yeah yeah i don't put me in bondage for over two hours while he edged me repeatedly um i also he also edged me with hot wax he edged me with um um um, by hitting my pussy repeatedly with the crop and um whipping my bottom with the paddle and you tell you tell your guy friend oh yeah yeah, yeah, that's cool that's cool like you fucking hot doggy style is cool but um also i like to be in a leash and a collar and i like to have my mistress parade me around um naked to her friends while she calls me calls me her dirty boy she steps on my balls um while i'm also like you can imagine like the kind of face people would make that's why you're not openly saying oh yeah you're into kink except it's like normal society accepted kink so yeah when you think like that you tend to i spaced out for a hot minute maybe because i'm i I feel miserable today by the way um so yeah having those conversations in public you can't have them so you feel sort of vulnerable you feel kind of dirty sometimes and these abusers these abusers these sadistic people who have no understand who have no basic understanding of what bdsm is um use that to keep on preying on people and abusing them until one person decides oh i'm not doing this anymore i can't take this anymore and then they dip and then they move on but then all the hurtful practices that this sadistic and abusive person did with them um kind of stays 
as simple as that and then you go into your next bdsm relationship without any awareness that you're actually harboring um trauma and something that might be actually something you wanted to do like let's say being blindfolded and um whipped repeatedly which is something that gets you if you find yourself that you can't even relax anymore to be properly blindfolded you can't even let yourself get into the scene of it all because you don't trust that this person that is with you is going to respect you the way you expect to be respected is going to respect your choices the way you expect your choices to be respected and it's going to leave you happy so you're already going in with the notion that oh yeah it's going to be fucked up and then you turn out that you turn out to be problematic for your dumb or you turn out to be like There is so much nuance in BDSM. Like, there is so many ways BDSM could go. There are those who practice BDSM because they enjoy it. There are those who are into BDSM lifestyle, like full-time, like 247. This is their lifestyle. There are those that um, are just fascinated by it. Like, they enjoy the idea of it. They don't want to practice and it's just like it's so fascinating because with bdsm there's so like this this it could go a whole lot of like great ways there is no set like um oh it should be a male dom a female a male dom a female sub it could be a male dom male sub a female dom a female sub a male dom like it's it's just like a female dom a male sub male sub and two female doms like whatever works for you in bdsm works for you in bdsm so before i go into why i got why or how i got into bdsm let's talk a little bit about bdsm BDSM is an abbreviation for an umbrella of sexual activities, awesome sexual activities in my own opinion. Um, and we start with bondage and discipline. Bondage is the act of restraining a partner's freedom with ropes, handcuffs, and other forms of restraint, like chains. That's the mainstream. No, I don't think so. Anyway, it could be your hands, skip ties. Basically, forms of restraint falls into bondage. Discipline are the agreed upon rules and punishment for the dominant to exact on a submissive partner. Now we have um, dominance and submission. Obviously, dominance is the act of showing dominance. Like, I don't know how else to describe dominance any more than what it is. You are being dominant towards your submissive partner, not towards the rest of the world. Just because you're a dominant or you practice a dominant lifestyle doesn't mean you have to, um, you know, think the entire world is submissive to you. No, you're dominant towards your partner. And submission is the act of showing your submission to your dominant partner so basically dumb has the huts for the sub sub has huts for the dumb 
such a beautiful um like it's such a beautiful relationship that's not parasitic in any way because they just balance out each other um the dom balances out his needs with his by giving his sub the pleasure that he or she thinks they would need and the sub gets their rocks off by putting their sexual trust in one person that is going to fulfill it i don't know who thinks it's cool to be texting me like super early in the morning <sighs> anyway sadism and masochism sadism is the inflicting of pain <laughs> why am i laughing alex is scared shit together Sadism is the infliction of pain upon a partner while masochism is the receiving of pain. Now, sorry, something I kind of, oh, wow, my mug almost just broke. And something I kind of wanted to notice is that masochists tend to be very, sometimes, very specific about the sort of pain they like. So don't just think, okay, because um, I'm a masochist, um, every kind of pain is going to work for me. No, like, pain differs. That's something else you should, like, in case you're not aware aware of now. Pain differs. What you do at certain times in certain places um, is really the differentiation, the difference between whether you feel like a thud, um, a sting, like... The pain and the way pain hits for people that enjoy pain is completely different. So they are very specific about the sort of pain that they like. Now, before I go any further, I just want to give like one quick, um, just like, um, note. Um, if you're fascinated by BDSM, you, um might have practiced BDSM but you don't think you're practicing right you want to basically explore more there's nothing that hurts you from actually seeking additional information Um, there's nothing that hurts you from actually learning or paying someone to learn or um, reading a book with that said at the Sanasi I mentioned her in my previous episode. She's um, a sexuality professional here in Nigeria. She's great, by the way. Very accommodating and comforting. She has a book on um, BDSM called The BDSM Cheat Sheet. Yes. So it's quite explanatory and detailed. If you are fascinated by tenets of BDSM and you know you want to learn a little bit more or explore further, you could go get that book. Her handle is at dsanasi on Twitter, and the link should be in her bio or something. And the same thing on Instagram at dsanasi. So, yeah. But if you are more interested in like a hands-on experience. Um, I know someone that actually teaches people on BDSM. It teaches couple couples that want to um, practice BDSM but have no idea where to start. Yes, that's actually that's actually a thing. Um, he teaches um, single people. You know, basically, if you feel like you're dumb, you just need a little bit of guidance because 
I always repeat, like I said in my previous episode, just because we kind of like swagger into this sex thing thinking we know it all we do once and we're like aha one size fits all with the kind of nuance to abdsm works learning is actually not a bad idea it's why sometimes i feel like um fin subs and fin doms actually um are still in business because as much as you want to practice on your own sometimes you can't sometimes you're not in a space that allows you to so yeah pay for knowledge and pleasure it's not a bad thing i promise you like it doesn't mean that you're nasty doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you so yeah sorry i didn't mention his handle on twitter it's at the easy one of bdsm i'm gonna plug his handle on my twitter account as well as my instagram account well i don't think he has an instagram account but i'll plug their handles on my social media accounts while i'm posting um all of this so go check them out see the services they offer familiarize yourself with it see um you know because if you're really fascinated by stuff like bdsm and how nuanced it is it doesn't hurt to get the additional knowledge and these people i know they provide really good services the reviews that they've gotten and my personal interactions with them as well also if you are interested in like bdsm content i know i know that mokbe will not agree but i think that intimates by mokbe sometimes like really posts insightful no i know i don't know sometimes i i know she does she posts like really insightful um pieces on bdsm and she creates bdsm content there are also like a few bdsm heavy accounts that create bdsm content that could be self-explanatory for you i will try and post them all in my instagram story this week like i'm going to try and make sure that my instagram story this week is going to be very heavily bdsm themed so it kind of goes with this episode so yeah so if you are fascinated by more stuff in bdsm go check them out check out my social media i miss twitter fleet so because it was actually doing anything for me go check out my social media handles at sex positive girls on instagram and sex Attila on twitter um yeah you lots are not engaging with me i feel some type of way i really do feel some type of way i have to be fucking like very fucking honest now in bdsm bdsm doesn't just contain the um the things i listed out sadism masochism blah 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 blah. in bdsm blah 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 blah, you heard me before i'm not going to repeat the same thing over again in bdsm there are also like other things involved such as role playing yes when you role play you are practicing bdsm news fucking flash in case you're not aware pain play bondage play <laughs> fascinating by bondage play wax play edging sensory deprivation and humiliation and degradation these also falls under the tenets of bdsm now when you practice bdsm in case you're not aware for people who are into the bdsm lifestyle so that for you non-BDSM lifestyle people out there and actually for people that are not aware, I'll explain to the issue. When you practice BDSM, what is different from BDSM is consent. And not just like anyhow consent. I'm talking I'm talking about like enthusiastic consent and aligning clear boundaries. Now when I 
got into BDSM. One of the things that, and uh, one of the channels of BDSM that really fascinated me was negotiation, like that whole conversation because BDSM is a very trusting. It creates a very trusting situation. You have to trust your partner so that you can properly get into the scene. You have to trust your partner is going to know what you're going to do. You have to trust that your partner is not going to lead you astray. You get. And with that, you have to talk about things. You have to figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. That's why I don't get um, doms and, so- and subs. I don't even have like conversations. My mouth is so fucking dry. Like everybody is different. Everybody's reaction to what they like is different. You see that whole thing where I was like outlining in discipline. I said agreed upon rules and punishment. Like before you get into a scene, you should at least know or have a level of idea what your sub is not going to take like their limits their their levels they are really hard limits not soft because your hard limits and your soft limits like you have to kind of have a general idea of their limits you have to have a general idea you don't have to have general, you need to kind of have like a pinned idea of what they like and what they don't like the negotiation the conversation where we talk about everything that's where safe word comes into play like that conversation is what makes the BDSM scene or what makes like what kind of differentiates for me like a good BDSM scene from a mediocre one or a possibly bad one. Now with BDSM what we practice is risk our consensual kink rack. Rack is very important to note. I just wanted to just make note of it. Rack is incredibly important because at the end of the day, risk aware. You're not going to go in thinking, oh my god, I had no idea what's gonna hurt, but you're asking for pain. You're into pain play. You have no idea that you're going to be bound, but you want bondage. Like you're kind of aware of the risks and it's consensual at the same time. Fuck me. Risk aware consensual kink. Um I keep on repeating I'm fascinated by BDSM. Um most people, especially in this country, which is why I feel like um not in this country. Some people's first foray into BDSM was the book. What kind of popularized BDSM was the book in some ways. Um 50 shades of gray now i hate that film this is i this is no shade i just i hate that film basically because it's not like an accurate in my head like it's not in my head it doesn't give such an accurate description of like a proper bdsm scene it it just kind of made a rich guy had no idea that um um had the rich guy meets girl and then she you know fits submissive role but she's not where she's a submissive and because he has money he flies on helicopters and he takes on like exclusive dates and he solves all her problems um all she has to do is just you know submit to him and it kind of gave this really 
overly romanticized view of what bdsm is and then they tainted it in the fact that my guy was into bdsm because he had survived trauma so and that's already like another stupid thing that some people think that you're into bdsm because of some unresolved or unidentified trauma in your past and bdsm is a way to cope first of all um yes in case you're not aware bdsm is actually it's actually a way to cope from trauma trauma victims have used bdsm to cope from trauma it doesn't work for everybody but it has worked for a specific group of people a subset of people so why are you hating on something that works just by the way and then secondly not everybody that is involved in bdsm has survived trauma in your past like fuck's sake anyway bdsm gave this overly stupid romanticized view of how um 50 shades of grey gave this overly romanticized i'm so exhausted overly romanticized view of what bdsm is and then some people have to think that oh you know it's only a wealthy man that has the right to practice bdsm and you don't have money and you're doing bdsm does the guy have money that you're doing bdsm yeah i hate that film but my introduction to bdsm was books now i read romance novels a lot like don't even try to shame me i am not ashamed of it at all i am hooked on romance novels give me any kind of any genre of novel just so far there's romance inside i'm a sucker fantasy add romance contemporary romance historical romance paranormal romance vampire romance like shifter romance and then you know recently i've been into like space erotica yeah i'm also into erotica as well i write so i love to i, I write erotica i love reading erotica i just i just those are the kind of books i read what some people would regard would regard as smart alex loves a smart though yeah and if you really do think it makes because i've had some people think or tell me that it makes me less of less of a feminist um or an independent woman because i read romance <laughs> go suck a bag of dicks <laughs> yeah so but i do believe that there was at one point in my life i was obsessed with um bdsm romance and those were like the kind of books i was into like heavy bdsm forward books and i kind of read um because the different authors they write from different perspectives and no two people are like there's a general idea it might seem but when you get to the heart of it the nitty-gritty of it you realize that like there's so many aspects of domination and so many aspects of submission it's not going to be a one-size-fits-all because everybody's different like you can't go in expecting like oh you have a sub that is going to be like this all the time yo are you even aware that there are brats and then this is like my own personal um this is my own personal relation this is my own personal like shit for the longest time i was confused now i don't practice bdsm lifestyle like 247 like i'm fine without it in a way 
thinking yeah but i also practice the lifestyle now for the longest time like now for the life of me i just assumed that you had to be in one role you had to play one path and it kind of made me feel incomplete to be very fucking honest until i think it was a few years ago i realized that oh my god you don't have to do one thing you don't have to play one role you can actually be both I love how incredibly freeing BDSM can be. I love the clarity that comes with it for me sometimes. I am respectful of those who practice BDSM, irregardless of how they practice it. And I'm respectful of those who are into the lifestyle. I'm respectful of those who are not aware that they are into the lifestyle. But one thing to note is that abuse has absolutely no place in BDSM. None whatsoever. And it is infuriating and it is sickening that abusive people would use something that should be trusting and good and sacred in a way and twist it to hurt someone and then justify it justify their abuse with BDSM like it is disgusting There are good people and there are bad people. Good people do good shit and exist and bad people do bad shit and exist. Now, there are also good people in BDSM and there are bad people in BDSM. As much as you can, arm yourself with knowledge. Read a book, watch a movie, Educate yourself. Entertain yourself. Um, there are podcasts. There are workshops. I'm serious. With BDSM. Arm yourself. Because sometimes you might be doing some like um, horrible shit. Except you're not aware that you're doing horrible shit. Like you might be practicing um, certain things in some certain ways. You have good intention. By the end of the day, your good intention doesn't negate your bad practice. You know what I mean? To arm yourself with knowledge. If you're really going to practice BDSM lifestyle, as nuanced as it is, you should kind of have a general idea of what you're getting into. As simple as that. Now... Well, you can arm yourself with all the knowledge you need, it's also very important to note that it takes two to tango. So, while you are doing your own path, it doesn't mean that 
just because you didn't do your path enough for the person to hurt you there is no justification for being hurt there is no justification for um, abuse that's just Alex when you feel like what you're doing doesn't feel right stop take a breather Understand that BDSM is not abuse. I don't know how else to um, say it because you in this country, and I keep on repeating it, and I'm waiting for the person to tell me I say it too much or otherwise. In this country, we lack comprehensive and basic sex education. We don't know what we're supposed to do now with sex when you realize that there's an unmet need sometimes you go above and beyond to try and meet it but in this fucking country nobody's actually saying what they want and how they want it and you know sex is just nobody does it but somehow we do it It can be very hard to find someone who will meet your needs for you, satisfy those needs for you in a way that works for you. But don't be in a hurry, like don't be in a rush to have these needs met and have your own personal like safety and responsibility like at risk. I get that you're practicing risk aware consensual kink, but that is absolutely no justification for being harmed or being put in harm's way if you feel like you're a dumb that's fine you get but you can also learn how to be a dumb it doesn't have to be a one-size-fits-all aftercare is such a huge and important part of video and important part of bdsm that it's so frustrating to see people gloss over aftercare so much like aftercare is just an afterthought yeah aftercare is an afterthought and that's so annoying because yo how do you make your partner feel secure as a sub how do you make your dumb feel good like you know if you don't practice aftercare with them because people are always under the impression also people are always under the impression that subs are the only people that need aftercare whereas dumbs and some dogs might not even be aware that they need aftercare because yo BDSM is intense, man. You need to feel grounded. You need to feel secure. Especially for someone like that has anxiety. Someone that has BDSM and anxiety, that's just so... That's a combo that's... I think I read something on that. I was going to make like a series of like... I was going to make content on BDSM and anxiety. But I haven't had time. And sometimes when... I feel this way it can be kind of hard for me to get my thoughts cohesively and produce stuff and you know execute stuff so the fact that I'm even recording right now is just a testament to how fucking committed I am to this podcast like I am anyway BDSM is not abuse. It's just 
that simple. BDSM is not abuse. To practice BDSM, you have to be honest about what you want. You have to be honest about your desires. You have to be specific. You can't waffle about what you want because, like I said earlier, that conversation, the negotiation, the contract, to get it to where it is so that we can agree upon rules and punishment. Oh, wow. I didn't mean to do that. You need to be honest about what you want. You need to be honest about the kind of pain that works for you. You need to be honest, like you need to be honest with yourself and then with your partner to have a more pleasurable sexual experience. Start light. Don't just start like you want to graduate all the way into using like seven um, headed kuboko stuff logging yourself. I don't know if I would like to try that. Kuboko, I don't think that's going to work though. No, no, no. Don't pay me enough to try now. Yeah, it's gonna go up there. Anyway, start light. Start small. If there's an aspect or a talent of BDSM that you're fascinated by, start light, start small. Just test it out, figure out how it works before you decide to invest full time. I'm drinking lemon water because I still haven't bought new tea. This tea is trash. I need money. This country is so fucking frustrating. And thirdly, educate yourself. I said it earlier. I'm yourself in knowledge. Buy books. Attend workshops. Consume content um, regarding BDSM. Especially the type of BDSM that you're into. Educate yourself with a book. Watch a video. Just be knowledgeable about shit. And fix up on your BDSM practices and understandings. BDSM is not abuse. Anyway, that's all for this week's episode on Sex Sensitiva with Alex. I'm still your favorite sex positive goddess. Please don't forget to engage with me on social media on Instagram at sex positive goddess one word no underscore at Twitter at sex sativa. I'm always posting sex positive content on there. So go follow me out, check me. Oh, I also have a newsletter. Yeah, I'm supposed to be doing something with that. I'm not supposed to, I will be doing something with that. So subscribe to my newsletter. The link is always in my bio, any of my social media handles. The links are always in my bio. So yeah, go there. Check me out. See what I've got to offer. Until I come your way again next time. Until I come your way again next time. Bye for now.